Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Alexis. You're listening to Central Crazies Podcast. Where we tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And we let our crazy flag fly free with no limit. up it's kelly and today um we're going to be covering the murder of michelle mcneil so let's go back to 1957 michelle marie summers was born in concord california she was a straight a student a cheerleader a homecoming queen a model and miss concord of 1976 oh shit so she was the big deal Yeah, and if, like, we're going to post pictures on the Instagram when this episode is posted, but she was beautiful. Like, beautiful. Um, She was also a member of the Mormon Church. Oh, that's kind of like Travis. Right? Which is where she met Martin McNeil. And they eloped when she was 21 and he was 22 years old. So, pretty young. Yeah, not that big of a deal. No. Um, Martin McNeil was a doctor who also ended up getting a law degree. And he was a bishop of the Mormon church. They had a total of eight children together. Um, Three of them were adopted from the Ukraine. And by 2007, there was a big age gap because um, they... Because the adopted children were still, like, kids living at home. Mm-hmm. But the other five were adults or, like, in their late teens. Okay. So um, their daughter, Alexis, was actually in medical school. Oh, their daughter, Alexis? Yep. Weird. I know. It's so <laughs> weird for me to say Alexis, but that's yeah, her name. you're looking at me and you're just like, yeah, Alexis did this. And I'm just like, wait, she's not the murderer. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she is a big part in this. Oh, crap. She said she always wanted to be a doctor like her dad. So, um, to put it bluntly, by many accounts, Martin was an asshole. Mm-hmm. The family um, lived in a gated community in Pleasant Grove, Utah. He was known to be arrogant and brag about stuff. Um, the children said growing up that everyone hated their dad and they always felt a need to defend them. I mean, which, obviously, if that's, like, your family member, you kind of don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, They said he was different at home, and they thought that the dad they saw at home was the real him. Even Michelle's family and friends had tried to warn her about him, but she loved him, and she stayed married to him. Um, Her family had said that, like, he had his, like, control around her, and, like, they weren't going to change her mind. Oh, no. Okay. Um, in 2006 is when Martin turned 50. Mm-hmm. This is when everyone noticed him change. He had like a midlife crisis and he became like obsessed with his appearance. He started working out, losing weight and like tanning, like going to a tanning bed like every day. Uh-huh. And sh- like his daughter said that like they would be in the middle. He'd be in the middle of having a conversation, just stop and start doing push-ups. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
Hold on, gotta get buff. <laughs> there used to be, um, won't name them, but a manager at Target that would do that, like, <laughs> right before. <laughs> I worked there, like, right before we would, um, I would, like, you'd have, like, five minutes to clock in and he'd start doing push-ups. <laughs> I mean, it's a good, it's a useful way to use your last five minutes of your lunch break. I mean, me personally, no, but, like. <laughs> no, I, I can't even do a girl push-up, dude. I have no upper body strength. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. Whatever. He started getting obsessed with his appearance, which is like, I mean, whatever. That's fine. It's not hurting anybody, right? Uh-huh. Um, but he also started disappearing randomly for long stretches of time. This made Michelle suspicious. Yeah. I'm and I am too. Right? <laughs> I mean, where are you going? Um, and in 2007, she confronted Martin about it. Because, you know, it pointed to him having an affair. That's what she thought. You yeah. know, you're obsessed with your parents, like, because you turned 50, you're, like, having this midlife crisis and whatever, even though you have, like, a beautiful wife, kids and everything. Yeah, but when you're not spending your time there, that's the first thing that's going to pop into your head. Yes. Um. So his reaction to Michelle confronting him, instead of addressing the apparent affair was to tell Michelle he thinks she needed a facelift. And, like, if you look at her, she did not need a facelift. Like, she was beautiful. Um, her two daughters, Alexis and Rachel, which were adults, um, say she never mentioned wanting any type of plastic surgery before mm-hmm. until her dad had mentioned it. Um, Michelle reluctantly agreed to the facelift because she saw – her husband like getting fit and like caring about his appearance and she thought it would help her marriage. Okay. Yeah. I don't agree, but go on. <laughs> yeah. So Michelle wanted to wait until the summer to get her facelift because that's when her daughter Alexis would be home for summer vacation from medical school. Uh-huh. So she could help take care of her while she was recovering. But Martin wanted to get it done ASAP. (laughs) And he told Alexis, no, we're going to do it on your spring break. That's in two weeks. So two weeks after he suggested it, Michelle had a facelift. Like, immediately. Like, not even really giving her time to think about it. He wanted to get it done, like, right then. He didn't want her to change her mind. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, So Martin, with the surgeon that did Michelle's facelift, Martin gave him a list of drugs he wanted to prescribe to Michelle. Um, Now, these drugs were way stronger than somebody that would get a facelift recovering would actually be prescribed. It was Lortab, Ambien, Valium, Percocet, and then two others that I can't name because I don't know how to say them. The Nargen? <laughs> and Keflex? Keflex, that would be know. my guess. But, yeah, I have no idea about the Flanargan or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and so these were, like, the physician, the surgeon even said he normally would not have prescribed these to a patient recovering from a facelift, but he knew that he was a doctor, that Martin was a doctor, and so he trusted him to, so he did it. Yeah. Um. And Michelle's daughters said that she was normally very sensitive to medications anyways, so it didn't make f- sense for her to have such strong medications prescribed to her. 
Okay. And it was weird that her dad was, like, pushing for that to happen. It, yeah, it is weird. So, Alexis came home from medical school to take care of her mom after she had her facelift. Uh-huh. The first night she was there, her dad automatically pushed her out and said, I'll take care of her tonight. And um, give your mom her medications. Where was she supposed to stay? Right? I, Wasn't that the plan that she was going to watch her during spring break? Exactly. And the dad helped, like, help plan that out. And Alexis even said, like, no, I want to stay with my mom. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll take care of her um, and give her her meds. But the next morning when Alexis saw her mom, she was heavily, heavily sedated. And Michelle was telling Alexis last night, your dad just kept giving me medicine. Oh. Um, Alexis confronted her dad, and he said, oh, no, I must have done something wrong. I gave her medicine, and she threw up, so I gave her more medicine. Alexis was like, Dad, don't give her any more medicine. I'm going to, make, I'm going to take over and give her her medicine now. Okay, so question. The dad's a doctor, and he doesn't know the right amount of medicine to give a patient? Yeah, that's what he's acting like. And so his daughter's coming in, a medical student, not knowing as much as he does. But, I don't know, most recent knowledge. So, like... And let's remember, he had a 30-year career of being a physician. Yeah, I call BS, whatever. Yeah, so... You know, she's just confused, like, what what the hell's going on? Like, it was just weird. Mm-hmm. And so the next four nights, Alexis is the one that takes care of her mother, Michelle. Michelle seemed to be feeling a lot better, but um, one morning while Alexis was helping her mom wash her hair, Michelle just starts crying. Aww. I know, this part made me really sad. Um, and then she told Alexis... If anything happens to me, make sure it wasn't your dad. And Alexis is like, what do you mean? And she just kept saying, she just said again, like, if anything happens to me, make sure it wasn't your dad. Um, but the recovery went on, and she seemed to be recovering great. She had a follow-up appointment with the surgeon, mm-hmm. and he said she's looking great, healing great, and... Even after they went to the follow-up appointment, Michelle even goes out to eat and has a steak dinner with her family. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's big progress. Yeah. So, Alexis's parents um, dropped her off at the airport because her spring break was over, and so uh-huh. she could go back to medical school. Where was her school at? Um, it, was, it wasn't that far away. Like, um, she could get there in a day. Oh, okay. So, um, it was somewhere in Utah, I think. Okay. I can't remember, but it was not a very long flight, but... It was like too far to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. And so um, now we're going to take a second to put in our ad. So um, where we left off, Alexis's parents had dropped her off at the airport so she can go back to school. That very next morning, there's a 911 call from Martin. Saying that his wife, his wife Michelle, has fallen in the bathtub. He's acting super weird throughout the call. Um, he's like, you need to listen to this nine one one call because he's you would you would think as a physician he would like know to like help get the ambulance there as fast as possible, but it seemed like he was delaying it because he's acting just super weird throughout the whole call. 
He's yelling hysterically. He hangs up on the 911 operator three times. <laughs> so she doesn't know where to send the ambulance. It took her, like, way longer. The 911 operator asked if he pulled her out of the water, and he said he can't, which was, is BS. Was he taking her medicine? Was he too drugged up to, like, get her out? No, he just said that, like, it, she was too heavy. But he's been working out, so. Exactly. Um, Michelle was pretty tiny, if you, like, see her pictures, and he was fit. And, like you said, he had been working out. Mm-hmm. He sent the youngest child, six-year-old Ada, to a neighbor's house to ask for help while they waited. Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, you know, Michelle's still in the water. So their neighbor, Christy, comes to help, and he sends her away and says, <laughs> he sends her away and tells her to get her husband because he needs a man's help to get his wife out of the bathtub. So delaying it further, Christy's husband, Doug, finally comes after Christy has to go back and get him. Um, and then they easily get Michelle out of the bathtub, obviously, because it's not that hard to get somebody out of the bathtub. Oh, my gosh. Um, he kind of performed CPR on her, but it's also yelling. Um, Doug said that in between CPR on her, he would do, C- do CPR and then randomly stop and yell, why, why, stupid surgery, and then go back to doing the CPR. Did she, was she under the water? Is that why? Yes. Oh, okay. So, like, did he drown her, maybe? Yeah, she she definitely drowned. Like, Yeah, because she was under the water for freaking forever. Yes. In the middle of all of this, um, like, while all of this is calling on, Alexis calls her mom to check on her. Martin answers and says, your mom, she's in the tub. She's not breathing. I've called an ambulance. And then he just hangs up on her. That's all he tells her. Um, immediately Alexis is like, oh my God, he killed her. She said that she dropped all of her books because she was at school and she just started screaming. He killed her. He killed her. Alexis and her older sister, Rachel, both fly back home that same day. So that's why I know that they weren't far away. Yeah. And when they arrive, Alexis pulls Rachel into a private room and tells Rachel that she knows their dad murdered their their mom because of what um, Michelle had told her. Like, if anything happens to me, it was your dad, and then her being totally fine when she left, and then all of a sudden sedated like that didn't make mm-hmm. any sense. Rachel had no idea about this. She was like, what are you talking about? Like, she didn't really, she thought maybe, like, um, Alexis was just, like, really um, devastated and was just, like, not making sense. Needing some reason. Yes. Yeah. But after looking at the story, it didn't add up what the dad was saying. Alexis also told, also tells Rachel something else that happened only two weeks before Michelle's death. Do you remember I had mentioned Martin had been disappearing for long stretches of time? Uh-huh. Well, Michelle had asked Alexis to bring out his phone records when she was still alive. Oh. And they found a number... Um, she printed out all the phone records, and he had. they found a number that Martin had been calling day and night. Okay. Literally all the time. The online search revealed the number belonged to a 30-year-old woman named Gypsy Jillian Willis. So he was cheating on her? Yes. Okay. When confronted about this, Martin said he, because um, Michelle asked him, and Martin told her that um, Gypsy was a nurse, that they 
and that the that she was going to be renting some property that they had leased, mm-hmm. and that's why. And she was like, "Well, why are you calling her all out all hours of the like night and stuff?" And she was like, "He was like, oh, she's a nurse, so she has crazy hours." Okay, I mean, believable. Yeah, and Michelle didn't believe him though, but she never got to check up on him because she died. Um, Alexis and Rachel get home that same day that Michelle died, and Alexis automatically asked her dad, where is the medicine, and how much had she taken? Mm-hmm. Martin said, I don't know. Check the garage. I don't know where it's at. Um, Alexis goes to the... Yeah. She what? The medicine that she... The mom just was supposed to be... Ugh, I cannot even talk. The one... The medicine that the mom was supposed to be taking, that the dad was supposed to orchestrate to her? Yeah. He said... Oh, Check the garage. It might be in there. I don't know. Okay. He is not a good doctor. Yeah. So Alexis checks the garage and there's no medicine there, right? Yeah. So she asked her to God again, where is the medicine? And then Martin says, oh, I threw them out. I threw all the medicine out because it made me too sad to look at it. Okay. I mean, I semi-believe that, but not the day after or the same day. Right? So he changes his story. Okay. So what? Um... The police, well, the police came, and they took no evidence of the home, but they did interview Martin, who states that he thinks Michelle passed out while trying to prepare her bath because she, like, was um, heavily medicated or whatever. No, he didn't tell them about the drugs because he threw them out. Okay, but why did she pass out? Because she ate a full steak dinner, so she was able to do that and so she would have had enough strength to draw herself a bath right so question but her death um is ruled natural death by natural causes by the medical examiner because they didn't look into it they just took his word for it did they know him um they knew he was a doctor okay so that made them respect him more for sure okay she was only 50 years old and she didn't have any serious illness at the time she had some high cholesterol and high blood pressure, but the cl- the case was closed. They weren't going to investigate it any further than that. Yeah, because they, if they were to do an autopsy, it'd say that she drowned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, within three days, Michelle's funeral is conducted. Uh-huh. And two days after her funeral, Martin goes back to work. So less than a week, he's lit. It's like back to normal for him. Okay. Alexis and Rachel both offered to come back home to help take care of the former remaining children at the house. Mm-hmm. Martin says he's going to hire a nanny, and he already know he already knows who's it's going to be. He tells he told Alexis and Rachel that he found the perfect nanny. Um, when Alexis asked who it is, he says, "Oh, I think her name is Jillian or something." And immediately, Alexis is like, "Dad, you mean Gypsy Jillian Willis?" She's like, Dad, I know that name, and that's the woman Mom was worried you were having an affair with, and you aren't bringing her into the home. Oh, dang. Oh. Yeah, so the woman that they had looked up on the phone records uh-huh. is going to be the new nanny. Oh, hell no. Like, no, no, no. Right away, right after Michelle's death. No. By the way, when Michelle died, they had been married for 29 years. In, like, two months. And he was going to throw it away for this Jillian chick? Yep. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, Martin calls a family meeting and says there's going to be an interview for a nanny. 
But the, there's only one candidate, which is Gypsy. <laughs> okay. Which, of course, she got the job. Uh-huh. Less than two weeks after Michelle's death, Gypsy is moved in as a family nanny. But yeah. she doesn't take care of the kids. She doesn't clean. She doesn't cook. She just lives there. She just tends to the dad's needs, huh? I guess so, <laughs> right? I, I don't know if that's a nanny's job. It's not. Um, later on, you find out that Gypsy and Martin had been dating for a couple years before Michelle's death. And, like, he was just now calling her every night, though? Right? I don't know. That's weird. I know. It's weird, too, that it correlates with him turning 50. But, I mean, I also, I don't understand, like, how certain people can have two families. Exactly. Like, he was living a double life. And you'll find out later on that, like, more more is a lie. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, so, Alexis said that Gypsy walked in like she owned the place right away. Okay. And when Alexis asked her dad, what the hell are you doing? Like, bringing this woman in that you were having an affair with right after mom died. Yeah. And he said, Gypsy is a guest in our home, and how dare you question me. (laughs) He threatened to get Alexis kicked out of medical school if she tried to fight him. How would he do that? I'm guessing he was funding it. That's what I think. Oh, dang. And Rachel was also thrown out of the house for not being nice to Gypsy. Like, they said he pushed them out without their shoes, their car keys, their phone. Like, made her leave like that how old was rachel i don't know how old they were actually i didn't read too many because they had like eight kids i'm assuming like either like 19 or like 20 or something well she was older than alexis so she might have been like early 20s when this happened no like what if she was doing like medical school then that's four years plus whatever right yeah so they were probably like mid-20s probably yeah i don't know so around our age yeah um so, Rachel and Alexis decide, with the help of other family members, to create, like, a file book type of thing that had all the evidence about, like, the questionable things their dad did surrounding their mom's death. Mm-hmm. And they went to the police detectives who turned them away. They mocked them, actually. They said, you girls are being ridiculous. You're just upset because your dad had an affair and tons of... Um, people have affairs oh my gosh it's like seriously um I understand this stuff happens but take me serious for a second and maybe you might see my point right like listen to at least everything surrounding the death like you think they want to turn on their dad like that after they just lost their mom yeah no No. like they it's not just about that um so this went on for more than a year. Like, nobody would believe them. They went to the governor's office. They went to newspapers. They went to other authorities. Until, finally, they got a hold of Doug Whitney, who is an investigator at an attorney's office. Oh. When he reviewed the file um, for that Alexis and Rachel had given him, he, f- he decides to, like, find out more about Martin and Gypsy's relationship. And he found that they had met online... And had been in contact for a couple of years before Michelle's death. Um, Martin had even had an apartment for Gypsy to live in. Okay, so I'm guessing the other, the wife wasn't monitoring his 
his spending, which I mean, like some some families like have like separate accounts, but yeah. that, like that's easy to to do, but like still shitty. And Michelle was a stay at home mom, so oh, so basically whatever income came was his. Yeah, I'm assuming. Um, after Michelle's death. Gypsy even took Martin to meet her parents. And Martin said, Martin told her parents that um, he never even loved Michelle, but he loved Gypsy. And um, Gypsy's mom was like, but you had a family with her. Yeah. And he said, I loved her as a friend. I loved her as a sister, but I never loved her like I loved Gypsy. Hmm. On that same trip, Martin proposed to Gypsy in front of her family. And, and of that course was she how said long? Yes. Um, it was not long after Michelle's death. I don't know exactly, but, like, it was probably not long after she had moved in. And you said, she said yes? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, she's just as fucked up as he is. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so a little background about Gypsy. According to her family, she used to enjoy killing animals. Oh. <laughs> um, she was interested in witchcraft, which, I mean, we have a witchcraft book. I mean, I'm not hating on her for that. <laughs> Um, I mean, it. well, we have a spell book. It's not really witchcraft. It's dumb things like boiling water. No, it was. <laughs> no, okay, that sounds weird. Or boiling, boiling like rose petals. I don't remember. Yeah, it's a, uh, okay, I don't want y'all to think I'm trying to cast love spells, but. <laughs> we do have a love spell book. It's a love spell book. And <laughs> we were, so like you open it and there's some for like, uh, good future in your relationships and stuff so we're not crazy but like we thought about doing it yeah they're not that <laughs> intense they're like um put like a red piece of paper in a note and put it on your doorstep or something it's something weird yeah it's not bad no no, no. um and she also once got in an argument with her mom and bit her mom on the arm <laughs> like, i'm telling you like she her mom said that there was literally, you could see each ev- oh. each and every tooth Ooh, on her arm. That's hard. Yeah, like, she bit her hard on the arm, which honestly kind of reminded me a little bit of Jodi Arias, a little bit. Why? Just because Jodi would get in fights with her mom and assault her mom when they would argue. Yeah, but never bit her. No, she didn't bite her. <laughs> that is just weird. Um. So, yeah. <laughs> the investigator interviewed Gypsy's former roommates as well. Um, and they stated Gypsy wanted Martin, but he was married with eight children. Mm-hmm. And she would go on these tangents about how she needed to get rid of Michelle because she's like between, she's the one that's like putting it between her and Martin. She's in the way. Yeah. She talked about cutting Michelle's brake lines. The investigator also discovered that Martin's outstanding career as a Mormon bishop, a doctor, and a lawyer was based on lies. He had um, manipulated his transcripts to get into better colleges. <laughs> okay. He had written phony checks, and, like, he was just a con man, like, his whole life, his whole career. Was he not really a doctor? So, he was, I guess, but, like, he, I think he went to school, but the way he got into the school, like, he cheated to get in there. It's not like he was dumb, I don't think, because, like, he was, like, apparently, like, a doctor, like, a successful one, but, like, 
he cheated to get in there. Yeah. So another thing that happens after Michelle's death is Martin and Gypsy decide to send um, 16-year-old Gazelle, which is one of the adopted girls, okay, one of the adopted daughters from Ukraine, back to the Ukraine to visit her biological sister for two months over the summer. Okay. And um, Martin's like, yeah, we'll get her when the summer's over. So after Giselle's gone, um, they take her passport, her U.S. passport, and they apply for a new social security card using Giselle's name and change the birthday to match Gypsy's. Wait, was Gypsy not a U.S. citizen? She was. Um, they also changed Giselle's birth certificate to match Gypsy's name or one of her names. She would go by like Jillian sometimes, mm-hmm. even though that I think that was her middle name. Um, but they changed the birth certificate to Jillian McNeil, so it would look like um, Gypsy was Martin's daughter. Okay. Bear, stay with me. So, um, because she shows as Martin's daughter, they transferred the house that was in Michelle's name to Gypsy because that's her daughter, quote unquote, because they had manipulated the records. Okay. Um, also, remember Giselle was supposed to come out back after two months? Mm-hmm. She was there for almost a year. <laughs> a cousin of the family actually went to check on Giselle, and she said it was horrible. They, it was her, her sister, um, and three other people sleeping on one sofa. Like it, it was not something you would leave your kid condition in, uh-uh. especially somebody that lives in a gated community. Um. So the cousin is the one that brought her back to the U.S. Good. Yes. Um, the investigator finds out that Martin and Gypsy have stolen Giselle's ID because he's the one investigating all of this and looking deeper into their relationship first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so January 15th, 2009, Martin and Gypsy are arrested for identity theft and fraud, not murder. Okay. Um, Martin is sentenced to four years, and Gypsy is sentenced to two. While they are locked up, the investigator also looks into Michelle's murder. Um, also, when this happened, Alexis talked to Martin, and the last thing he said to her was, I hope you're happy now. Okay, a uh, question. Did Alexis and Rachel, did they get the house after they attempted identity theft? What I read didn't say. And what happened with the house? What happened to all of the kids? Oh, okay. I'll update you that at the end. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun. So. No, it, it's fine. I do know that one of the kids ends up committing suicide, but... Oh. Yeah, it was one of the sons, but I don't know. He was 24, and um, I think he was, like, he was living there at the time that Michelle had died. But um, it's hard to keep up because there's, like, eight of them. Mm-hmm. But I found out what happened to most of them. Um, so the investigator decides to look around, you know, the date of Michelle's death, like what exactly happened and all the evidence while they're locked up. Mm-hmm. He has time to do that. 
So April 11th um, at 8.20 a.m., April 11th, 2007, is the day that Michelle died. Um, Martin had dropped off six-year-old Ada. She, he dropped her off at school. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming she was in kindergarten, so she did half a day. Um, the next half hour, um, Michelle calls Alexis and is like, your dad's being really sweet to me and like saying she's doing really good. Okay. And Alexis was like, well, that's great, Mom. Two hours after that phone call from Michelle, um, Mich- Alexis gets another phone call from her dad. And he's like, your mom's not listening to me. She's getting up and out, and she's not resting. Um, please call her and tell her to, like, listen to me and, like, you know, take it easy. Mm-hmm. Alexis tries to call her mom, and she doesn't answer. 11.40 a.m. is when Ada comes home from school. So I'm assuming that's why like, she was in kindergarten. She did half a day. Um, Ada comes home from school, and Martin tells her to go check on her mom. And so Ada, who just turned six, is sent to find her mom in the bathtub while her dad's in the kitchen. And so Ada's the one that found her mom, and she said that her mom was in a dark blue running suit, and she was face up in the bathtub, like laying in it, I guess, but like face up. Um, and when the neighbors were there, they said that's what she looked like, too, when they found her in the bathtub, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the Doug and Christy, Doug had helped him pull her out. Uh-huh. And he said the same thing that Ada had, that she was face up in the bathtub, like, um, like her face was facing, like, the faucet where the water would come out. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't match what Martin told police. Um. What Martin tells police is that she was face down in the bathtub, like she had, like half her body was in it. So like she had been, like like she was preparing the bath. Oh, is what he said. Okay. Um. So like that corroborated better with his story that she was face down, even mm-hmm. though that didn't match anybody else's description of how she was in the bath. The investigator asks for the toxology reports from the day that Michelle died. And they find, they've obviously found this highly unusual mix of drugs that she was prescribed because nobody really even looked into that when it happened. Yeah. Um, Which didn't make any sense that she would be on that many um, because she had been feeling better. So this is three years after the death of Michelle. The medical examiner turned her death from natural causes to undetermined with suspicious circumstances so they're kind of getting the ball rolling um the investigator gets everything together and september 19th 2014 martin mcneil was sentenced to 15 years for life good for first degree murder plus another one to 15 years for obstruction of of justice um also, during the trial, one of his previous mistresses, not Gypsy, um, said that Martin had stated there was a way to kill a person that would appear to be a natural heart attack. So, like, by giving those medicines, if you give somebody enough. Oh, my can, gosh. And it just wasn't happening at his pace. Yeah. What the fuck? 
Um, and there was also other inmates that had said he claimed he had killed his wife, but it couldn't be proven. But other people that while he was serving the fraud in prison, he had told people that. Did they catch him on that? Um, or, I mean, you can't really believe an inmate, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think the other one was enough, though. Yeah. But uh, they they wouldn't have been able to if that was the only thing, but they had other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so April 9th, 2017, two and a half years into his sentence, um, Martin McNeil committed suicide by using a hose and a natural gas line that was meant to be a heater for the greenhouse. Oh. Um, Gypsy did her two years. And nothing more than that. She has done some interviews with Dr. Phil and ABC, claiming she didn't know and she wasn't involved in the death of Michelle and saying that Martin is evil. Whoa, um, wait. Now that you say the Dr. Phil... Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> the Dr. Phil thing. I swear I saw something about that. You probably did. I tried to watch it, but, like, I didn't have enough time, and honestly, I didn't want to really see what she had to say. Yeah, I don't blame you. Because I feel like she's more involved. Oh, wait, maybe I'm thinking Gypsy Rose, sorry. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just don't like the name Gypsy. Because I keep thinking of stuff like this. Um. Also, Alexis gained custody of her sisters, and she is a practic- she's a practicing physician now. But she changed her name to her mother's maiden name. So she goes by, so instead of Alexis McNeil, Mm -hmm. she goes by Alexis Summers. Okay. Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah. And I think it's nice that she has her mom's maiden name. So, that yeah, that was the murder. I just, like, I thought that was just insane and I had not heard of it. Yeah, I'd never heard of that either. Yeah, my niece had told me about it. And she asked me to cover it. So I was like, she she seemed really interested. And I was like, oh, now I see why. Yeah, you're like, I hardly don't ever know any know about any of these. Right? Like, it, it was just crazy. But, yeah, it was, it was weird because it's just like two bad people meet together and something like this happens. And Yeah, but... They both were bad to start with because, like, uh, what, she killed animals, which, I mean, is one of the signs. Yep. And what he, uh, like, slowly started stepped away and then. Mm-hmm. I also forgot to say this. Apparently, he also pled guilty to sexually abusing Alexis. While she was a child. Um, And he also had previous complaints of sexually assaulting, like, female employees and stuff. So, I mean, he just, like, had a long history of bullshit that he had done. Yeah, no, that dude's not cool. But it's weird because looking at the family, you know, like, we'll post a picture of them. But, like, they looked so, like, like a fairy tale. Really? Yeah, it's just, you know, like, he's a successful doctor, a lawyer, like, look at Michelle. And she was, like, a model. Oh, she's cute. I know. That's them, like, when that happened. I'm going to be posting all these on the Instagram so you can see. They look like a normal couple. 
they really do. Like, I just, I don't get it. And, uh, what, Gypsy Jillian is not even cute. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't get it. Like, she has those cheekbones, but that's about all she's got going for her. Yep, that's her. But, yeah, um, I'll be posting those pictures on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alexis is looking at her pictures. I'm so mad. I really am. <laughs> I know. It's just, like, it's such a sad thing. But I am glad that, you know, she told Alexis, like, if something happens to me, make sure, like, it wasn't your dad. And, like, her daughter's, like, stayed on that. It's just literally you could leave. You could leave them alone. And, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could leave her with nothing, but she'd still be alive. I know. What I'm guessing is maybe they didn't have a prenup or something. Oh. I don't know. I mean. That wasn't mentioned in what I read, but, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, like, why you would have to kill her, you know? And then making her feel bad about herself, that she needs a facelift, and, like, that's going to make everything okay. It's just... It was just a mess, and, like, he he obviously was not a good person, and I feel bad for the children mm-hmm. that they have to, you know, that's just such a struggle. But, um, yep, that was the murder of Michelle McNeil by her own husband. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at central underscore crazies underscore podcast. And that's it for today. Oh, and also don't forget to email us at centralcrazyspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.